0: Let this happen to another president again. An information that challenges the American way of life. Welcome, everybody, to the American Maiden Page Show. Zach here, back with Professor Dreg here. Got an exciting new episode for all of you. What are you, slapping flies?
1: Yeah, sorry about that. <laughs> <What> <laughs> <stories> <laughs> enjoy
0: it. For those of you who have not left us an iTunes review, please be sure to navigate over to the American Maiden Page Show on iTunes and leave us a review. It does mean a lot to us. And we are, I believe this is episode number 61, which is great. It's awesome that we've been able to How keep this up. 61 episodes. Can you believe okay, we've done that better. many? Yeah, it's awesome. We're getting there. And we were talking a lot about, you know, foreign policy, <clears throat> Trump's visit to North Korea, as well as the Democrat policy candidates. And mm-hmm. I want to talk a little bit more about the brainwashing and the marketing that's going on to our young kids now because Professor Dragg sent over a video. Uh, for those of you who are curious about it, it is a video from an organization called Amaze. And for not those... Org. Of, or yeah, amaze.org. And then Amaze.org, what they do is they, I guess, what is it? They present sex education in a formidable fashion towards parents, uh, educators, as well as children. (coughs) And uh, you care to elaborate a little bit more on uh, how this is Planned Parenthood in a nutshell, but prepackaged and marketed, marketed to kids?
1: Yeah, okay. So basically what this is, well, first, let me start off by saying, this is why I'm fascinated with Christianity. Yeah, because I grew up in a time when uh, basically everything was like how I grew up was influenced by Christian leaders. So, right, you know, the Kennedys of the 60s, uh, whether, you know, if you look at how they because, you know, they were obviously Democrat. But if you look at what they stood for, they were in today's times, they would be considered ultra conservative, right wing, not, not Ted Kennedy, but, but the other Kennedys, the one that was, the the two that were assassinated,
0: assassinated. Yeah. Well, they technically all got assassinated, but you know,
1: yeah, Robert, except for for that Ted Kennedy, he was just, he drank himself to death. (laughs) It's probably true. But anyway, um, but this is why I'm fascinated with Christianity because it's, you see how it is, today and compare that to how it was when i was coming up it's insane like i cannot see how we can live any other way but have but unless it's through like some sort of christian guidance because this is all bs okay so amaze junior and amaze.org what they are is it's a group of people who are unelected officials who literally write curriculum for schools Yeah, all around the world, not just in America. They do this in Canada. They do this in Australia. They do this in England, Germany. They are indoctrinating the world. So you got to think about this. (laughs) The entire planet is being indoctrinated by the quote unquote curriculum (laughs) by a bunch of people who are not scientists. Right. Because, um, God, I, I really want to get their names right. Uh, but I, I know one of them is called Christine Koh, K A K O H, The lady from Canada, she got her doctorate in Berkeley, but she's in somehow control of like education in, in Canada. But all of these people, it's insane. They have no scientific background, but yet somehow, some way they are Indoctrinating kids as young as because I guess sex ed starts at four. It and does. We'll,
0: is that what this is doing? It's yeah. the sex ed really starts that young.
1: Yeah, from four years old all yeah. the way up to the twelfth grade. So no, I'm not kidding you. They are. It's as anti-science as you're going to see. But the thing is, what this is really doing is attacking Christianity. Right. What it's all about. It is taking the place. That, you know, I don't want to say imaginary, but you know, the the God that you can't see is going to be replaced by these people. Mm-hmm. So these people, you know, who are these people? Like I said, you know, Christine Coe is one, and the other one, God, I forgot her name because I just I don't want to call her the Black Chick. <laughs> but, <laughs> but she's black so uh, okay so i got it up her name is uh nadine thornhill okay seriously and a- and both are christine- these,
0: how are these people associated with amaze junior and planned parenthood they run it oh they run it okay yeah duh. so
1: okay so christine Coe is like she has her own little podcast and she's the one that that gets all of these leaders you know from around the world And they talk about their education and how, you know, gender pronouns and crap like that. So, but the thing is like this, this is really scary. Nadine Thornhill, she is the one in charge of the Ontario, Ontario, Canada sex education. Mm -hmm. And uh, they had a recent election in 2017. And, uh, you know, so obviously the Canadians revolted. They voted for a conservative. Uh, out in Canada from the conservative party. Yeah. And he repealed it. He was like, now nah, we're going back to the 1992 sex education and all these people are fighting it now. Right. So, but the thing is like this, you got to understand Nadine Thornhill. She's a PhD in sex ed, you know, and, but how do you know she- what that
0: means? If you're a PhD in any kind of academia, not an MD, but a PhD. Yeah.
1: But, but then, she, yeah, she, in education with sex. so she's not a scientist, whatever. But you got to, when you look at her background, what is her background? She was a theater person. She was, you know, an actor. And then she's a failed actor. She's a failed writer, author, playwright. She's failed at it. I mean, shit, I, I got better credentials than she does. You know what I mean? And I wasn't even trying. I just write <laughs> and I get published. This is how it works. <laughs> not that I'm bragging, but yeah. that's, But it's just the truth. It's, if you don't have your own voice when you're writing, then you're not going to get success. And because I've had a wild life, it's easy for me to get published because my life was crazy. And as long as you're honest about it and write in a true voice, then you're going to get published anyway. So this lady is a failed p- playwright, actress, whatever. <clears throat> she failed at it. And, uh, and she admits to this, uh, it's, it's in the video, I guess. Uh, but, but this is the truth. Like many failed people at their professions, they try to figure out what to do. You know, like a lot of actors, they, they turn into, they turn to waiting, bartending, you know, until they get their big break. What this lady did was she moved from Ontario, Canada, to UC Berkeley to get a PhD. That's right. how easy it is to get uh, an advanced degree at Berkeley. Cause remember I told you, all you have to do is just use your work experience and blah, 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 blah. And she pretty much did the same thing. Huh. She, okay. She was uh she had some kind of job and whatever, and she was able to apply that to her doctorate. And it's not that hard. Um and same thing with Christine Ko, Koh, K-O-H. Uh, Christine spelled with a C-H. Right. Uh, so anyway, so long story short, she got her PhD in Canada, you know, but she lives in the States. And, and basically, they have no degrees in biology, no degrees in physiology, nothing, nothing scientific. But for some reason, these people are experts on the human body. And somehow, some way they're able to teach children that, hey, look, you saw that video. Yeah. Uh, how do two, wait, wait, what? Because there's a black kid, obviously. So the black kid, wait, what? You know what I mean? It's like, come on, <laughs> this kid's a little kid. Wait, what? You know, my mom makes eggs? No, she doesn't make eggs. You know, and that's, it's so stupid. You know, she has eggs inside of her, but she doesn't make them. You know what I mean? It's not like a, an egg, like for chickens. For
0: those of you who are w- wondering what Professor Dreg is talking about, if you go to Amaze Parents, Amaze the organization which teaches kids sex ed, if you look at their first video, it's Little Kids Big Questions. And this is what he's referring to because there's a bunch of little kids asking, you know, yeah. sex specific questions like, where do babies come from? Why does my mom make eggs? Like, and that's what he's referring to. So I got to give. People context, so we don't just roll into <laughs> yeah, it.
1: Yeah, I always forget.
0: It, It's hilarious. No, no. But I need to give them that context because there's it doesn't be like my friends want to play doctor. Is that okay? You know, why is pink a girl's color? What's a vulva? Like, there literally there was one girl that was like, "What's a vulva?" And she just kind of like, is it weird that I don't feel like a boy? It's like they're already indoctrinating kids. Is it weird that I don't feel like a boy? Like, here's a deal. Can I just be completely honest? And I need to chime in with this before we dive in further. Yeah, go for it. But kids. Do weird gender bending type things when they're very young, and that's normal. Like, when I say, but don't force them into whatever, right? Like, at one point, I ran around the house in my mom's high heeled shoes. It didn't make me like a woman, it's just because you're a kid, you're trying to reach the handlebar, and the heels were this tall, and I was like, that's all I <laughs> yeah, like needed to reach inches. the handle. <laughs> exactly. So, I did that once. And when we were kids, we played with, like, Barbie dolls. But temporarily, like, I was playing other stuff, too. But that's just, like, kids just do that, right? But people think, oh, because your son put on a dress and he's three, he must feel like a woman.
1: No! Yeah, no that's all crap. It's that's just all kids crap.
0: Play. kids. Because kids kids just do it to humor themselves. They'll, You know, have you noticed that when kids, like, do things like that where they put on, like, like you know, a, they're just playing around. Right? They, they put on, like, high-heeled shoes. They just start laughing. And whenever they see, like, you know... They, whenever they, they just like try things that seem kind of odd and we look at them from an adult's perspective, they just laugh. That's what kids do. They just like, they're just they curious. They're just like, all right. But it doesn't mean that when your three-year-old son comes to you and says, hey, I don't feel like a boy. Like, dude, it's, you know, because, you know, what's her face? Charlize Theron is, is raising her kids to be like trans or whatever. It's like mm. just because one of her sons like feels like a woman, she's now raising him as a woman or a girl i don't know but that's that's all i'm gonna chime in and say because that video reminded me of that it gave it kind of sparked that childhood memory
1: well well, you know but the thing is this is really really scary because this is straight up indoctrination based on no science but this is really for a political agenda that's all this is and uh but but here's the thing uh Because, you know, we could talk about other stuff too, but I really wanted to talk about this only because one, uh, because to me, this is really why I'm upset with all the Christian leaders, because this should not be happening. Uh, and, and, And here's the thing, there is a real void. There is a real void in leadership and people really understanding ethics and morals. So sex education should also be, I mean, it should be taught, but scientifically. You know what I mean? Like the same way they, like on Animal Planet, how they show like horses being born. You know, there's nothing wrong with that when children are old enough to see it. Like maybe fifth, sixth grade, you know, biology, they could show that. You know what I mean? Like real childbirth. Mm. I don't know. It might be a little much for some kids. But with, you know, but it's just science. It's just biology. People really need to, to see that. But they also need to be taught about mm-hmm. the morals and ethics behind it. You know, like stuff like this is how, you know, when your mommy and daddy, you know, they fall in love and get married, and this is what happens. This is what it looks like, you know? So don't do it, you know, until. Um, <laughs> don't well, do it. Well, I mean, because the thing is, it is kind of gross. So can you imagine being in the fifth grade, sixth grade, seeing real childbirth? Yeah, that'll discourage you from having sex. It's like, whoa, I don't want to be responsible for something like that. That's insane, like insanely painful, you know. But anyway, that's neither here nor there. But here's the other thing, because, I, 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 you know, later on in the hour, we'll talk about like the moral and ethics. But I want to get back more into the scientific part of it. But this is the truth. And this is really scary. This is just from real experience working in the hospitals. <laughs> but the scary thing about this indoctrination, it really has really bad medical consequences. Think about this. Can you imagine some poor kid growing up in Ontario, Canada, with this indoctrination? Like, oh, you know, blah, 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 blah. I'm, you know, I, I'm a, I don't, how come I don't feel like a boy? even though my penis might be six inches and I got pubic hairs, I'm, I'm already a stud, but I feel like a girl for some reason, <laughs> you know? I But yeah. can you imagine that? You're growing up as some kid and then you honestly believe, even though you have a penis, somehow, someway you believe you're the opposite biological gender. You, yeah. you believe you're some chick because you are some, you know, women have penises for some reason. I don't know, but <laughs> as an adult... Seeking medical treatment as a confused person? Can you imagine that? Seriously. Because if you have a penis and you honestly believe that you feel like a woman, yeah, because, you know, all women stand when they pee. And they <laughs> all so easily. You know, can you imagine getting medical treatment? Seriously, what kind of person believes that they are a woman with a big six to ten inch penis, who who let me think about that? Imagine that guy walking into your emergency room, and you're gonna tell him, "Hey, look, you got we got to check this. You, you might have a hernia. We got to check it. You know, this and that, or anything that requires us to touch his genitals." Can you imagine the fight that we have to put up with to give this person medical treatment? Yeah, and it's that's what we call your life. It yeah. really is. like When you go in there, it's a fight for your life because you don't know what this person got. Most likely, and you hate to say this, but look, when it comes to the ER, and, and this is, you know, I don't know what they call it. I'm pretty sure they call it ER all around the world. Uh, but when you have, when you're in the ER and you're confronted with a person who believes they're a woman, even though their penis is about eight inches, you know what I mean? And if you got an eight inch penis and you believe you're a woman, can you imagine getting medical treatment? These dudes are extremely violent and and extremely confused and they're offended. I'm a woman. I don't have look, you know, we don't got time for this stuff. We just don't. So we got to restrain them. (laughs) We got to And that's the thing. It's like when you restrain a person like this, yeah it's obviously i mean because a lot of people might listen they go why would you have to restrain somebody i said because this is this like here in california it's called 5150 i don't know what they call it around the world or across the united states but
0: yeah you had mentioned that prior before but evaluate a little bit more so for yes yeah, so, uh,
1: when you're a 5150 that means you know you're on a psychiatric emergency or a uh, psychiatric emergency hold and doctors have that authority to say, "Hey, look, this person obviously, you know, he has something going on down there. We got to give him medical treatment." But because he believes he's a woman, we can't touch him. And he's yelling, "Crazy, yelling, rape, or whatever." You know what, what? Like these dudes really say things like, "Oh, you're raping! You're trying to get me pregnant!" You know, like they're literally insane because they believe they're women with their schlong dangling about. You know what I mean? And, and so, and it's dangerous because. If these people, because we don't know what they got, they could have hepatitis, they could have HIV, which is very common in these types of people. Yeah. It's the reality because when you are confused, when you've been indoctrinated since you were a kid to believe you're a woman, you open yourself up to all kinds of things. And if you got a penis, the only way you could have sex with, you know, to feel womanly is get penetrated through your butthole. That's it and usually when the mucus plug is broken and this is how people get age and hepatitis is because when a penis goes through the anus it rips the uh, mucus plug and the mucus plug is where all viruses all bacteria gets absorbed through your body so when people say don't pick your nose it's because there's a mucus plug in your nose and if you break that barrier you know, it could happen and the vagina also has a mucus plug but it's so big. It's nearly impossible for, you know, you got to have like five penises in there to break it. You know, it's not like, but the, you know, the anal opening is really small. So therefore it's easier to break. It's just how it goes. Yeah. That's simple biology. In every, I mean, if you really need to Google this information, then you are dumb as rocks. <laughs> no, because come on, you know, a baby comes out of the vagina. So obviously the mucus plug is huge. Nobody's penis is the size of a baby. It's just reality. I don't care how big and black you are. <laughs> <laughs> Not there okay. is no man on the planet that has a penis the size of a baby. And that's the truth. So and and and, and you know, look, it's very hard for women to give you an STD. Other than when they're on their period or it's just dripping out of them, you know what I mean. But but
0: right, through, but, but how does this related to what we're saying? Because you know I know we're getting nasty. No no
1: no. Well, because but this is the, because it's the science. The science behind indoctrination is very dangerous. God. When you, well, and th- I'm trying to explain how come these gender confused people always have HIV or hepatitis or some kind of weird disease that normal people don't get. Like seriously, you know. A normal person, like hepatitis isn't something that's just your, it's, a, it's not a genetic disorder. It is a ge- specific disorder because one of your mucle plugs were broken and somehow, someway it got absorbed through your body, you know, and that's how you get hepatitis, you know, and it could be like a skin break or something like that. But that's really like the, the chances of getting a, a hepatitis through a skin break is, you know, like in nursing, it's it's, all the time because, you know, we're exposed to these people all the time, but a normal person not working in the hospital, you're not going to get hepatitis unless you're sharing needles or engaging in anal sex or something crazy like that, you know, have really bad teeth and oral sex because, you know, that the the mucal plug in, in in your mouth like in your gums yeah going yeah. down that's that's a mute you know if it's you like get that way yeah. that I don't, so that anyways, I anyway so long story short when you are confused about your gender you're gonna be confused about the medical treatment you need and that's the problem with this stuff so and and, and, and I'm trying to answer give context to why we have to tie these people up. Because, uh, well, we don't call it tying them up. We, we, you know, they're called restraints, but, uh, but basically you got to tie them up. You got to tie them to a chair, tie them to their bed or something because they're dangerous. If they're going to bite you or scratch you or something like that, that's insane because we don't know. All we know is they're confused. There are men with big giant penises who believe they're women and that's scary. You cannot deal with people like that. You can't. It, it really requires. I mean, you know, mainstreaming it day by
0: day, right? And I, that's that's always where the buck stops. Mm. I don't understand. What happens when you check into the emergency room and you're dying and they gotta open you up, but they need to make sure they're addressing you properly. There's all this stupid stuff. You can't just look them in the face and go, that's clearly a woman, you know, and
1: it's just Well see, but that's the the, but that's the point. At some point they have to say 5150. Like and, and it's an involuntary hold and you know, because you're holding them against your will for at least 72 hours before the judge can make a decision. Yeah, but the judge is always gonna rule it in the hospital's favor because come on, we're not doing this for fun. We're doing this because this is legit. So but that's but that's the real thing. It's like, you know, it's sad to see these gender-confused people refuse medical treatment because of this indoctrination of a political agenda. Seriously, that they received as a kid because they want these kids voting Democrat or progressive. So, when they grow up, they're going to be refusing medical treatment because they think they're uh, some woman when they're a man, or, and vice versa. Because there's a lot of women problems. I mean, can, can you imagine having a period and thinking, well, I'm a man though. How am I bleeding? Why am I having a period? It's insane. It's insanity. You, you know, it's like if you can't realize that your period makes you a woman, something's wrong with you. Yeah, but I want to throw the shot put. So what? You throw the shot put, but you're still a chick. <laughs> you, you know what I mean? It doesn't make any sense. It, it, it's like what you said was, was really brilliant. A lot of people dress up like chicks when, when they're little you know, boys because yeah. it's just fun. It's just they're funny. Just-
0: and, and it's funny to do it. Like you're a kid, you're like, ah, look at me. I'm in a dress. Like, dude, kids do that <laughs> all the time. All the time. It's not unusual but it doesn't mean you got to raise them as a woman if they're a boy
1: or you don't have to mutilate their, bu- no, but the, th- this, but this is the sad part. Forget about the parenting for a second. These kids grow up mutilating their body. Yeah. Because they can not accept that they're a woman who's a tomboy. Like in the old days, we just call them tomboys. Ain't nothing wrong with being a tomboy. It's actually pretty cool. You know, go kill your own spiders. <laughs> you know what I mean? But it, that's in the old days we called them tomboys. You know, a lot of girls are tomboys. But it doesn't mean they can't have kids or whatever. Or yeah, It's just the whole thing. It's just bizarre. And, uh, oh, man. I hope this wasn't a rant. But I hope people understand there's more, like, just medically speaking, it's really bad. But that's the scientific part of it. But the second part is the ethics, is the morals. Where is the morality in this? Where is the ethics behind of this? Because this is what's happening. This indoctrination literally teaches these children to hate their parents. Why? Because their parents obviously were normal and they produced an abnormal kid. So this kid is not never going to honor their parents. Why? Because they believe. You're right. You're right. Yeah. Well, but check this out. They believe in the institutions that are against him or her <laughs> but that's the thing man but this is why i'm so fascinated with christianity because i don't want to say it's the christians fault but you know in some theory it's the fake christians fault
0: real christians discipline their kids yeah, real Christians like, you know, did you know I read a, a verse in the Bible where it's actually okay to beat your kids? It says, thou beatest your kid with a rod. You won't hurt your kid, but that's how you put them in place. That's a real thing. You're supposed yeah. to do it.
1: Well, but dude, trust me, I know. See, without knowing, I always knew you got to spank your children. Yes. But you, you, but you don't get mad at them. You don't get mad at them when you spank and, them. And you,
0: okay, and the thing is when you get, overly angry to your kids, which I think my parents overdid, right? You have to apologize and you have to explain why you got angry. But I oftentimes didn't get that. Now, here's the thing. I am all for spanking your kids. You best believe that if my kid gets out of line, that kid's getting spanked. Why? I got spanked. It works. It just, it just, it it has to be like that. Otherwise... Every every kid that I've met that was never spanked, right? Even if they're like kind of well behaved, they have this like sense of entitlement and a sense of pride. I can I can almost tell which kids that grew up to become adults have humility and actually get a lot more dumb because they they know they're not special. It's like there's something about spanking doesn't just discipline your kids; it shows them who's boss. <laughs> you talk. You don't have all this pride. You don't have all this like you know snobby. You know what I mean? The snottiest, most narcissistic kids I know were not disciplined as a kid. Now I'm not talking about abuse here or neglect. I'm talking about discipline. All I'm I'm I telling you now, the kids in mom's basement, mom didn't kick your butt and kick you out of the house. Mom didn't spank you. Mom gave you everything. That's why you're still 30 living in your mom's basement playing. Yeah.
1: No, no kidding. No, but I'll I'll tell you something. <laughs> Cause I have a an older a uh, daughter uh before the counselor, I got many kids before the counselor uh and she knows this, but I'm not kidding you my uh older daughter, she's twenty gonna be twenty one pretty soon when she was three years, and I raised her, it's just one of these crazy stories, like uh she was literally abandoned at my door, and I think I might have told you this, right? Did I ever tell you this one a little bit, yeah. Okay, so my daughter was abandoned at my doorstep, and she was three months old. This is when I used to party a lot. So anyway, so I raised this kid, you know, and she's my, my daughter. Anyway, when she was three years old, she acted like a brat <clears throat> just a little bit. And she was fine, like ones, twos. I didn't have, like, the terrible twos. Like, I don't, know, I don't even know if that's even real. But, uh, yeah, she was, like, a good kid. But one day, she acted up. And then anyway, whatever. And I I saw it right away. I forgot what it was, but whatever it was, I didn't like it. I laid down the law that day. I gave her a punch in the gut. Not like a big, giant man punch, but a punch hard enough for a three-year-old to remember for the rest of her life. (laughs) No, I'm not kidding. I punched her once in the gut. She remembered it. And I told her, I don't care if I'm wrong. You always do as I say. Always, without question. I'm not going to make you do bad things or anything else like that. Whether you like to do it or not, you have to do as I say, because I'm your father and everything I'm doing for telling you to do is for your good. So you could be a better person. I wasn't mad at her or anything crazy like that, but I swear to God, I never had to spank her ever again. Everything we did, like I, no problem, like never, no back talking, nothing. She never, ever questioned me ever but at the same time i gave her like throughout her life trust me she was very well loved she was you know a lot of hugs every day we went to this place called great america <laughs> you I, know what i
0: mean out in pleasanton yeah i know that well oh, no no no
1: uh in santa clara santa clara uh, uh pleasanton is marine oh, world oh yeah yeah that's right yeah that's, that's right. so it's mar- uh, we went to marine every once in a while but anyway she actually got into stanford she could have went to any university she wanted to, not because she's black or Hispanic or nothing, but based on merit, based on her merit. She she had 13, well, APs. I don't know what the A and the P stands for, but long story short, she could have went to any university in the world. That's how smart she was and well-behaved. She was a pretty, not a great athlete, but she was pretty good. She set a 5K record when she was twelve. And, uh, but never had problems with her dating or anything crazy like that. But I'm telling you now, you got to lay down the law with these kids, Yes, but not know. when they're tense too late. You got to do it when they're three <laughs> because you want their first memories, having that type of like respect for their, for your parents. And that's a mistake. A lot of parents don't do. They don't discipline their kids at three. Trust me. That's when they're going to remember. They might not remember how it felt, but. Something in the back of their head goes, you know what? I remember that and it wasn't good. Like it wasn't a good feeling. So, you know, it, it, it's, um, you know, people go, oh, you just got lucky. And it's like, no, I, I knew what I was doing. It's not like I'm an idiot, but you, you know, like you have to hug your kids a lot and, 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 you know, and do positive things. Cause like, you know, like hearing what your parents did yeah, you know, like, I don't know. Like, I really don't know enough of information. But that's what I would tell all parents. Hug your children a lot. But, you know, don't give in because you're right. The parents are always right when the, when the kids are under 18. And the, the children have to respect you. But see, but here's the problem. That is a Christian belief. <laughs> because you know, I was an atheist. And I, and I had, a, like, when my kid was getting older, she had a hard time. With the concept of living, you know, like she had really had a hard time about, you know, cause she's like, what's the point of all this studying and you're just going to be working forever and then you just die and there's nothing else. You right. know what I mean? I, and I really didn't have a good answer for her. And I was like, yeah, you're right. You work hard and then, you know, and then we die and that's it. But you know, that's not a good answer. <laughs> but it didn't but because i told her she had to do what i say and you just finish school and when you turn 18 you can turn to crack up all i you know if that's what you want to do i don't care you know what i mean but but that's why you need some sort of you know religious guidance and why i'm fascinated with christianity because you know christianity really would have helped <laughs> if I honestly believed in God, I would have had probably real answers to my kids' questions about why we're doing this. That's why you um, got to
0: make sure Sophia goes to Sunday school.
1: Yeah, no, no, no. But that's the point. Cause I actually, I remember that stories. Like I remember the stories that when I was going to Sunday school, but you know, it's a weird thing. Like becoming an atheist. It, it's just, yeah, but you're, you're, so, you're,
0: you're more of an agnostic now from everything <laughs> you know. You're not you're not Richard Dawkins or Christopher God, I still
1: don't know who that guy. I got to look him up.
0: Well, they they don't believe anything in the Bible. Like, you know, they don't think it's true. They it's progressivism. It's,
1: yeah, you know. but the Bible's actually so accurate. It's Not even funny. <laughs> well, there that's you go. the thing. It's like how but the science has already proven that the the stuff I've read so far in Genesis and Exodus is literally true. I mean, literally scientifically proven. So I don't understand how they're saying it's wrong.
0: Because they don't like God. They are of the devil. <laughs> I don't want to say like, things that are too controversial, but I mean, it's the truth. When you reject God, you just like you reject truth. That's, how, that's actually how it works. When you reject God, you reject truth. Oh, but
1: let me get to that <laughs> yeah' cause, no well'cause like' uh, I you know I always forget to give context to people, but when I give context it's so long, I forget to go back to the points, but here's my point I am like because somebody told me about this amazed junior last night, and uh, they're like, yeah, I'm gonna whatever on this one show like anyway it's it's a crazy thing, so anyway, long story short, so when I looked at it, I was like what? This is insane. But this is my point. My point is this Christian people who are very smart and they literally have a leg up on everybody because they literally know the Bible. They know the sciences behind the Bible. Like I explained why, you know, these gender confused people uh, are a real threat in the hospital. Why we got to tie them up? Why, why do we have to put him 5150? <clears throat> well, the Bible has a simple word for them, sodomy. You know what I mean? That's a scientific principle that's been proven true. It's medically dangerous to commit sodomy. I don't know anything about the moral and ethic reasons behind it, but medically and scientifically speaking, it's horrible for you that's like the leading way to get throat cancer and all kinds of cancer in your genitals. And obviously all the anal problems that happens, you know, and and AIDS and hepatitis liver problems. So, you know what I mean? There's a lot of medical science backing why sodomy is bad, but here's my point. The same way these people uh, can write this curriculum, why can't Christians do the same thing? in their local school districts like the way these fools do it. Seriously. Yeah. I mean it would seriously.
0: It would never get passed is the thing. Who controls the school system, the academic system? A lot of Christian parents, what they find themselves doing is that they just end up I don't know, they just end up like homeschooling their kids. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Yeah. That's
0: usually what happens.
1: So Well, see, but that's my point. I'm after, look, I know without a doubt that Planned Parenthood. Yeah. And this is why, okay, so Joe Biden has been mocked for the Hyde Amendment, which means no more federal funding for abortions, right? But here's the thing that people don't get. What's happening is that the federal funds are used to create curriculum that is being used throughout the world, not just the United States. Planned Parenthood, but that's the scary part. Like I try to tell you about that, uh, that, that Thornhill brought, yeah, in, in, in Ontario, Canada. Planned Parenthood is helping her indoctrinate kids in Canada, they got these types of programs in Germany, England, um australia anywhere where they speak english or there's a threat of of westernized you know because germany france all these countries are you know western so all of these countries are in danger of indoctrination by planned parenthood and that's what they're using the federal funding for not just for abortions which you know literally killing babies but for for indoctrinating our kids so they can grow up all confused and forever they're going to be voting democrat why because it gives them an out to not listen to yeah. your parents
0: Of course, <laughs> don't honor your parents anymore and that's a commandment and yeah, the children walk the way their parents do that's why when they send them out into the world you don't have to worry about your kids once it once it uh once it goes down so that's why it's important to discipline your kids
1: and don't give them this sex education that's so brainwashy you know that's no but don't give them sex education that has nothing to do with about uh, biology yeah vulva cares what a vulva is i know and that kid was probably
0: what four and a half yeah what i need to know that for You probably don't even know that until you're at least eleven or thirteen. Probably the later, the better. Heck, you know what? If you don't know what a vulva is until you're twenty-five, that's probably not such a bad thing. Like,
1: (laughs) (laughs) unless you're—I mean, I don't know—you had to like, you know, because one of the questions was this: Should a boy teach boys and a girl teach girls? And and everybody goes, dude, but you raised a daughter by yourself. Like, yeah, but I. I had enough sense to have a chick talk to her about her periods and stuff like that, because I just told her, Hey, look, you know, you're going to need it. And, you know, the only thing I know is you're going to have to use, uh, you know, pads and things like that, but don't start freaking out. You know, when you're, when you start to bleed down there, that's all natural, but I'll get a, you know, I'll get somebody to talk to you about the real issues, Like, cause I honestly don't know how to, Handle things like that, and you know, and they go, yeah, but you're a medical, p- yeah, but I, I always refused, even though they made me work OBGYN for a couple of weeks. <laughs>
0: Wait, you're a man? How can you work OBGYN? Doesn't that, isn't that not allowed if you're a male nurse or a male doctor? No,
1: they, oh God. Oh no, no, no you're
0: right. You know, no, because no, there's male gynecologists, of
1: course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you have to like. There was this thing, like, because when I was going to school, it was like the starting of all this stuff. They used to keep it separate. Like, uh, you know, male nurses worked with the men and, and didn't work with the women. Because, like, oh God, I remember. Uh, I didn't want to get into those stories. But anyway, yeah, they forced me to do it for, like, two weeks. And, and I just freaked out. It was It's just not should to be seeing stuff like this. It's just, I just guarantee you, it's not for men. That's why you show those videos, because every man will be like, holy crap, that's what it looks like? Whoa! And and trust me, to see that all the time, it discourages you as a kid to really want to have sex. It just does, because, oh, I know I did it. But the reason why I did it so much was, I needed it for survival as a kid growing up. So, you know, it's like a catch-22. But anyway, going back to this stuff, I honestly believe, and here's the solution aspect, because we need to counter what these people are doing at amaze.org, which is nothing more than Planned Parenthood. See, that's the thing, because everybody knows Planned Parenthood is evil. So what do they do? They change the name, even the word amaze. Is like, you know, we're talking about that. Usually when we think of amazing, we think of amazing grace and, or the amazing Spider-Man, you know what I mean? Something positive. But now we think of amaze, wow, gender identity is amazed. You know what I mean? And that's the thing. It's like we, not we, because <laughs> I know I can do it, but you know, you actually have that power where you could honestly start with the curriculum or at least get people involved in from churches or whatever to write something scientifically acceptable but also have moral and ethical guidance. But the, not through Jewish or, or Muslim as way of looking at things. It has to be done through a Christian lens because as Dr. Savage said, so I'm, not, I'm not alone in because I want to make sure everybody knows this. I am not alone in saying this, you know, as a, as a non-Christian. Christianity is the only religion that was actually born out of love. Cause every, you know, that one candidate that for the Democrats talking about love <laughs> <all the time. laughs> is that Pete Buttigieg? No, no, no! Guy. Some woman, some crazy ass woman. She was on oh, the debate.
0: Oh, oh uh, uh, Marlene Williams or yeah, See, no, Williams. Marlene Williams
1: is like the darling of the you know because she's talking like a hippie, like oh love. But that's, the, w- that's
0: what she kind of strikes me as. She kind of strikes me as a '70s Summer of Love, you know, went to Woodstock type lady. You know what I mean? Just yeah. like,
1: mm. but that's my point. Christianity is the only religion. And I mean the only religion on the planet that comes and stems out of love. Seriously, that's why those two commandments Jesus says, even says that. He uses that word. Why? Because that's the religion. That religion is literally about love. And that's the only religion that can make that claim. Because you know, and I hate to beg on on, on, on Jewish people or whatever, because I, I know many Jewish people and, and they don't believe in that stuff mm-hmm. they're just a jew because they are born a jew or they live in israel you know what i mean so they're just jewish and uh, but they don't believe in it they like they they're i don't want to say they're like savage but most jews are like savage you know they they think like savage they they respect christianity they love the aspect of love but you know they're just not you know, kind of like me, I, I, there's just no way. Like, I know there has to be a God, like, as described in the Bible, that God has to exist. It just, because it, it's true. There is no way anybody but God could have recorded all of that stuff. Right. And, and then Moses did the best he could to record it. But he even admits that his mind was destroyed because of his, you know, his presence of God. Yeah. And, and, you know, and and as much like, I don't have a lot of respect for Martin Luther King, <laughs> but, uh, but he, in his speech, he says, I've I been to the mountaintop or something like that. I've been to the top of the mountain, which is a reference to when Moses went up there. You know what I mean? For the Ten Commandments. So, and that's the thing. It's like, but at least he knew, he was like, he knew enough about the Bible. To understand those references, like, you know, when you're at the mountaintop or whatever, it's it's life changing. Because in theory, if you have those type of experiences, it really does change your life. And, and, and change, like me reading Genesis, swear to God, changed my whole perspective, which is going to change my life. Right. And that's what happens. Because, well, I don't know. You know, a lot of people can lie about it like MLK Jr. did, <clears throat> but I don't know. There, there is like everybody recognizes, you know, the smartest people on the planet all recognize that Christianity is probably the only way to save, I mean, I don't want to say the planet, but humanity. Yeah. Without underselling it or overstating it to be all dramatic. But it's the truth because what other solutions do we have? Like, seriously, like, I have thought about a lot of solutions and none of them actually works without some sort of ethical, you know, or moral understanding. And it only comes from the Bible. It just does. And not the Old Testament because the Old Testament is crazy with all of that stuff. I'm thinking, whoa. But with the New Testament, You can honestly solve poverty. You can solve every single medical issue that we know of today can be literally solved through Christianity. (laughs) I told you, hepatitis, HIV, all these cancers, all of this can be be gone. It could be history if we honestly understood the Bible and focused on the philosophy of treating one another through Christian uh, philosophies. That's it. That's how simple the world is. It's not It's not hard or difficult at all. Mm-hmm. Doing it the way we've been trying to do it is really difficult. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, we make things more
0: complicated. There was already a way set forth for us to be able to create our worlds and live a certain way, and it was given by God, or given by the Creator. The thing is, man wanted to do it on his own, and that's why you have what you have.
1: I'm guilty of that. <laughs>
0: Yeah. no but it's the truth we all, are. we all are to some degree all have sinned so it's just how it works you know
1: yeah but i you know what what but then that's why i think i know i'm a sociopath <laughs> because i know you know and like i literally know what right or wrong but you just can't do it like because i'm a sociopath it's just that, but, but many people are and that's the problem there's like i think well, I really don't know if this is true in Australia or because uh, I've never been to Australia, but I've been to Germany. I've been all over the world. And I honestly believe everybody, we're all a bunch of sociopaths. Without God, you are. But Yeah, no, but it's the truth because a lot of these people, they know about Jesus, but they don't care. They don't care. like, And they still continue to do the wrong thing all the time. Because, dude, there is no way amaze.org should ever exist in our society with as much knowledge as we have today and as much science that we have today and medical knowledge. How is this even humanly possible that these guys can even exist in our society? Yeah. And that's why we need Christianity so bad. I'm not kidding you. Like, if there's people listening out there... Maybe they could reach out, you know, and say, hey, look, I'm down to start some kind of, you know, education curriculum and start it in in somebody's, uh, you know, backyard. You know, I I don't know what school district, but any school district. Because I know, like, here in the Bay, San Francisco Bay Area, the education system sucks. Big balls. I mean, big, big balls. And it's horrible. Our kids are stupid as hell. They don't know anything. If it wasn't for the computer, they'd be helpless. And, you know, I don't want to keep harping on Canada, but that's why Google's building that Google City in Toronto. Mm-hmm. You know, have you heard about that? A little like, bit. a city. <laughs> they don't have to do anything over there. Google's going to do it all for you. And uh, bring you your food, everything. It's insane. You don't ever have to leave your house if you don't want it. But the my thing is how are you ever going to make money if you don't leave your house? What, everything's online and, and yeah, it's just yeah, this whole system is, is going to hell and, uh, and that's what we're creating. We are creating and I think this is why so many people are turned off by Christians because you know you always hear about these gloom and doom like preachers like, oh, the end is here, the end is here. I don't think so. I don't think the end is even close to being here but what i do see is that we are deliberately turning parent like literal paradise you know because like i don't leave san francisco why because it's beautiful here i love the weather i'm not right. gonna leave just because some idiots are devil worshippers. you know what i mean they're not gonna affect me um they didn't make the weather in theory god made it so yeah. you know it's much as minded as it is those devil worshipers so why do i gotta leave I don't know, you know, I'm, I'm staying. So my point is this, just because all of these people are like, I don't want to say double worshipers, but because they're <laughs> so anti-Christian, it doesn't mean that Christians can't do something. And I huh. think that's what Christians are all afraid of doing something. Like they're afraid of being persecuted or being made fun out of and, you know, I don't, you know what I mean? It's like, dude, fags are, mean, oh, no, I hate to say fags, but think about it. Fags don't care about being made fun out of. They get it up the butt and that's gross. They got AIDS and HIV. Like you could honestly make fun out of them because it's funny. You know what I mean? It's like, oh, age is funny. Oh. Well, kind of <laughs> because, <laughs> what? Like, you know, because they go, well, what do you mean? Age is funny. It's like, yeah, it is funny when you know everything you need to know about AIDS. This is the thing. This isn't 1980. If you get AIDS in today's day and age, where they got Truvada prep to prevent it, all kinds of things to stop HIV, and you still get it, yeah, it's funny in an ironic type of way. But yeah, it's funny. All of this quote unquote freedom always leads to one thing, which is death. Through a horrible means. You know, I reread
0: the whole book of Romans again this morning. It's uh-huh. not a
1: very long book, but man,
0: when you read it again, you're just like, dude, this guy knew we would act dumb. That's why he had to repeat himself a bunch of times. Cause he basically <laughs> knew Nah, I mean, that's the thing, right? To be carnally minded is death. That's that's just it. And there's just a lot more to it. And we have the right to choose. We really do. And I think that that's a big thing that people need to understand It's like, well, I'm born this way. I'm being forced to do No, you're not. you yourself to that. But that's what I'm saying.
1: See, I, it's crazy how you read Romans today. And I want to talk about this topic because it's true. See, like scientifically I get it, but I don't understand the ethics behind it. Because I honestly don't know. Because <laughs> <laughs> like with my kid, like my 20-year-old kid, I was like, when she was growing up as a teenager, I had no answer for other than you do as I say. And she did it because I told her to do so. Seriously. And that's, that's the only thing why I'm telling you. You got to get your kids early when they're three. That's when you lay down the law. And, uh, and they have to have it instilled in their head. But every child already has it in their DNA to pay attention to their parents. It's right. just what they do. And, uh, so like, you know, like, ah, like my, like, like if I was to go back and just based on what you said, though, I think your parents did a bad job. Nah, because look at you. You know what I mean? It's like, see, like, I like, okay, here's where I disagree. I don't think parents should ever apologize for them being parents. No, because seriously, it's true. It's like, I, you know, and then I know a lot of people say, dude, you never apologize because your ego is bad, you know, you have a bad ego and that's why you can't apologize. Like, no, but without knowing the Bible or any ethics or anything like that, but there's something inherently wrong. If your parents are apologizing to you, you can't do that. Because here's the thing. If I made a mistake as a parent and I still don't know if I did, (laughs) but if you talk to my kids, she hates my guts, you know what I mean? But it's, it's, did I make any mistakes? I'm unaware of it, but here's the thing. Mistakes are a part of life and you can't apologize for that because why? Because if you honestly believe in God and I, and I do know that God exists and that, and if God makes mistakes, because God, you know, the way how I interpret Genesis, he made a couple of mistakes and he corrected them. And, And that's the thing. If God makes mistakes, the mistakes are a part of nature. We're supposed to make mistakes. It's part of life. We're supposed to do this. Mm. And, you know, and that's why I think Jesus is so important because he was always forgiving. Why? Because he always knew. He knew that mistakes always happen. And I think that's why he said the thing about casting, because, you know, I'm starting to understand that mistakes are sins right? Or something like that. I could be wrong. <laughs> but in my mind, I believe most mistakes are sins and yeah. you have to be forgiven for your sins, right? So why do you apologize? What you do is don't apologize. What you have to do is admit your mistakes and then correct those mistakes and become a better person.
0: Yeah. That's called repentance.
1: Yeah. I don't know about any of that, but, <laughs> but,
0: but yeah. Do you have any final thoughts? Cause we do have to wrap this up. But I- yeah,
1: no, 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 no. Well, just, just that I'm telling you now, like it, not that I'm pissed off at Christians, but this is, the I'm telling you now, because we don't have Christian leaders in this country, Amaze.org is taking over this world. It's, they're taking over, and that's wrong. So that those are my final thoughts.
0: Cool. Well, thank you guys for listening to the American Maiden Page Show. Check out Amaze.org, because it's basically this site that's been twisted by Planned Parenthood, indoctrinating the youth into you know, transsexuality, different types of sexuality, that's what they got because we're mainstreaming it now to the point where it is normal for, I guess, children to be photographed alongside half-naked men. I mean, we're seeing that more so ever, more and more. So, you know, this is just something to be aware of, right? That the indoctrination does not start when your kid goes to kindergarten. It starts very, very young. And that sex education is also being introduced at such a young
1: age. For all of Dude, you parents out there, say this, but, but here's say the this. thing.
0: You got to <laughs> slap it out of your kids though. They're spanking yep. and they'll know what's right and wrong.
1: No, but I'm going to say this this is going to be controversial. I do not believe that gay people should be raising kids. I'm not kidding you. If you are like, and people say, oh yeah, but you're a single dad and you're right. I said, yeah, but I wasn't having, I wasn't butt fucking other dudes. You know what I mean? <laughs> and that, that cannot be tolerated. Seriously, because if your sexuality is all messed up and demented, you can't be raising kids. Seriously, that needs to be said. Like like these videos, like, oh, why does Keisha have two daddies? Mm -hmm. Because the law was was wrong. That's why. You know what I mean? The courts were wrong in this. And that's the truth. It's like, you know, sex isn't, shouldn't, like, look, if you got to, like douche a hundred times and use animas like five bags of animals before you have sex something it shouldn't be that it's easy sex is technically very sterile and clean it's not gross and dirty you know but somehow some way man has made it filthy as hell where it creates all these medical problems but i know we got to go but those are my real final thoughts that's why two gay dudes or two lesbian women should not be raising kids it's okay to be like whatever, like getting help from your roommates. But if if your sex is all messed up, you should not be having kids. Even if you're like a polygamist, if you're like swingers, it doesn't matter if you're gay or straight, don't have gross sex when you're raising kids because your kids deserve, you know, normal people to raise them. And that's why amaze.org is amaze.org because they're advocating for crazy ass sex and trying to make it all normal. But either way, all right, I'll let you go. But I know that well
0: guys, thank you for listening to the show. We'll see you guys all in the next episode.